What you're about to experience is a free, worldwide, interactive broadcast from Ontario, Canada. We broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Get your questions in. Join the community chat room at www.category5.tv or email us at live at category5.tv. And now, let's begin. Here's your host, Robbie Ferguson. Welcome to episode number 159 of Category 5 Technology TV. It's just the two of us tonight. Just the two of us. John is off sick, so we're, we're fighting for camera time. And, and I was just, we were just commenting about how much taller I look well, you when know, John's not here. My chair is that much shorter. Well, we plan it that way. Wait until I get you out on so the I ice. Figure, Wait until I get you out on the ice. Well, then you'll look a lot taller than me because I'll be laying down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> What's with the shirt? Well, you know... Oh, watch, our, your, watch our, your mic. Are you hitting the, the mic with me? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Uh-oh. He's, he's kind of fumbling with the mic there, eh? It's, oh, no. it's being absorbed into the I've, hockey jersey. I've lost my little windsock. <laughs> Heavens. Well, you know, the color thing here, our technical guy, John, who's not here tonight. He's, right, right. Um, but he's, probably, he's likely watching from home. Apparently he didn't like the fact that I was wearing black last week, so I figured <laughs> I'll show him. <laughs> so Go so we, we have the color. Scale. We have color. I left my hockey gloves outside. My stick's in the car. I'm ready to go, pretty much. Ready to play? Ready. Are you playing tonight? I am. You're a madman. I am. How I do am. you do it? Oh. Long days, man. Long days. It's, it's but, from having but, teenagers. They, you know? You're kind of used to it's long a, days. One needs an outlet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with that stick? Like I said, you got teenagers. So, uh, Welcome to Category 5 TV. 159 is the episode number tonight, and uh, we've got some fun stuff in store for you. We are going to be setting Eric up with his first ever Twitter account and we're going to be walking you through how to set that up from front to back including the GNU image manipulation uh, program process of creating your very own avatar. Uh, oh. So stick around for that. Also we've got nano dots to give away tonight. You remember uh, a few weeks ago, oh he's trying to show it to the camera. Oh, to I wasn't it. actually, I was trying to peek. And <clears> oh see. you're trying to look at what, what this stuff is. Oh. Definitely Where'd cool. that camera shot go? I thought the I had it. The camera shot is there, yeah. There we go. Let's get, there we go. Nano dots. Uh, we've got some to give away. Uh, if you were watching episode number 126, you'll know all about that. Look at it. He's already playing with this stuff. It's addictive. Well, I don't know. Am I allowed to play with this? Oh, totally. Just it looks like I broke something already. Don't eat them. Can I take them out of the bag? You can take them out of the bag, for sure. They look kind of neat. They're pretty cool. Uh, super, super powerful magnets. I'm thinking we should set these on your hard drive and see how... It... Just kind of spin them around yeah. a couple times, eh? That'd be fun. You can you can show them to the camera here. And I kind of like this. It uh, is kind of neat, isn't it? It's kind of fun. Oh, I broke it. You're, you're not even showing I'm not the there. there. Okay, there we go. You've made some kind of fancy thing. I have. Oh, you know, I'm going to be playing with these all... All hey. through the show tonight. Hey. No, it doesn't work through the desk. <laughs> this could be fun. <laughs> So stick around for your chance to win a pack of nano dots tonight, uh, and uh, we've got a handful of those to give away. You pretty much talk amongst yourselves, folks. I'm playing with these. <laughs> <laughs> what else have we got going on? Well, we've got uh, you've got some news coming up. I, I'm sorry to distract up. you from from your toy. Put them in the bag. Hey, they're kind of fun. They really are. So I'm going to scrunch it into a, a nice little ball there. Okay, there fine. Be like that. Yeah. You're such an adult. I'll be like that. Okay. Well, why don't I tell them what's coming up in news? That would be the, that would be the hint. Well, that coming I'm up in the newsroom, attendees at the Virus Bulletin 2010 conference have voted to abolish Adobe's PDF standard. 
Hmm. To help usher in the future, mm. the FAA is now offering grants for spaceports. Oh, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna have that's some, good. And, and you already have your well, I've star been planning on starting outfit. up a spaceport. Yeah, okay. So, oh, I do too. Look at this. <laughs> because oh. one was not enough. Hey, maybe I. No, I better not. There's one for each of us. Wow. You know. Anyways, yeah. we um, so we'll be able to get a grant for our spaceport. Okay, that's fantastic. Google is resorting to old school tactics to make the internet faster. Hmm. Image compression. Indeed. And Planet Calypso is stepping things up for online gamers with new hovercrafts. Ooh. I love hovercrafts. Oh. Motorboats and a secure in-game voice chat system. I was down in Florida and actually we ran over an alligator in a hovercraft. <laughs> it was just the wildest thing. Anyway. <laughs> that was that That was that a little segue. Was about Sorry, the most but, random thing that ever uh, was Well, you mentioned about. hovercrafts. So that just reminded um, you. Brilliant. Anyway, you ought to stick around for the latest news from Category 5 TV. <laughs> you really ought to. Definitely. No Welcome more alligators. To, no alligators tonight. Welcome to everybody who's joining us in the chat room. Category5.tv. So great to see you. If you're watching the show on Justin.tv, through, uh, through our WMS feed, wherever you are, uh, hop on over to our website, Category5.tv, and you'll see the live chat room right on our homepage uh, if you're here during the live show. But otherwise, the, the chat room is always available uh, if you click on the Interact menu on our website, or if you've got an IRC client, you can, uh, you can connect into irc.freenode.net, and uh, then you'll be able to uh, join us in our chat room, which is Category 5. I'm going for a hovercraft ride with Jot. He said he has one. He's taking me out. Does he really? Oh, boy. John, I haven't oh, seen on, you in on a, Planet Calypso. Probably. Oh, okay. I'm guessing so. <laughs> oh, John, how we miss you! I haven't seen you in in game for a while, so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be taking a look at that uh, another day for sure. Indeed. Hey, there's a few uh, new viewers out there. Congrats, John. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. There's uh, Blogic from Hereford. Hey, Blogic. In the UK. Nice to have you here. And. Foxton Hayes, also from the UK. Hey, Foxton Hayes. And JVSCC from, is that Tejas, USA, or maybe it's Texas, Tejas. and whoever transcribed this had trouble with the... What are you saying? Well, the copywriter. T-E-J-A-S. Whoever's doing the copywriting. Is there a town called Tejas or Tejas? T-E-J-A-S? Hmm. There is. Maybe. In, it's in Texas. Oh. Well, we're all going to Tejas. Or Tejas. Or is it, somebody should tell me. It's great to have it's, you here. Oh, Texas. Tejac. Tejacs? Teja. Oh. Teja. How do you pronounce that in Spanish? Greg is mentioning that that uh, may be Spanish for Texas. Okay. Well, it is, uh, it's great to have uh, new viewers joining us this week. Uh, please do join our website, Category5.tv. It's a free service, and uh, you can subscribe there. Uh, become a registered viewer, and that gives you some additional bonus features. Uh, and also, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Robbie Ferguson. Uh, that's me, and uh, that will be your chance to, to get the inside scoop on what's coming up from Category 5. This week, we had lots of exciting stuff going on on Twitter as our green screen arrived. And I'm just going to leave it at that. But if you follow us on Twitter, you'd know more. Wow. Twitter.com slash Robbie Ferguson, where I also posted some video demonstrations. 
I saw, I saw a little bit of that. You did? I did. Good stuff. Good stuff. I wanted to, uh, I, I was going to just wear my green shirt tonight so I could disappear, but... <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll teleport or something, just like wear a green shirt and you just see a head floating around. Whatever works. So, and it's all thanks to uh, Telestream's Wirecast. It's a brilliant application. Make sure you check it out. Uh, that's what we use to broadcast the show, but it provides live green screen chroma key technology, so we can do multi-layered chroma wow. key. Wow. We could have alligators in the back. Or not. But we could. We could. But we won't. We might. Okay. <laughs> so you got some questions, uh, questions uh, for, from people in the chat room. If you've got any for us, make sure you say uh, Robbie F. or Eric Kidd, and uh, that will come to our attention. It's pronounced Tejas. Thank you. Okay, there that, we go. That would have been my guess. It is not. It oh. definitely would have been. <laughs> oh, I thought you said I needed ironing so I wouldn't show uh, all the wrinkles, but the... Uh... The antics that happen in the chat room. Are, okay. are you poking fun at the... Uh, the ironing. At the ironing? The ironing, well, you know or what, lack John? of same. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kind of hinting there that uh, we've got some exciting stuff coming up. Not today, but season four, we've got some really cool things around the bend. Ooh. I just kind of let that soak <laughs> in for just a minute, because those of you who know what, what that's capable of, it's exciting stuff. Uh, so, questions. We must have some questions uh, just right off the bat. Well, let's go. We just had a 10-minute introduction to the show talking about uh, your hockey jersey and, hey. and silliness. Yeah, to see my other shirt. Alligators and things, so we really got to move on. <laughs> this is as bad as the weather. <laughs> hey, we could do the weather. No, we could I, I, I saw how it's done now. Here we go. Okay. Um, I, I'm purposefully slouching, just so you know. That's nice just for of your you. sake. Yeah. Uh, somebody wants. Let's see. Hmm. That's Thanks, a big Gadwell. Long one. We like long ones. That's fine. Okay. Well, Philip Grigo. Hey, Philip. Is uh, he was thinking of purchasing his first NAS, particularly from Buffalo Technology Link Station Mini One Terabyte. Um, this NAS is RAID 1 and RAID 0 compatible. Okay. I personally know very little about RAID, and I learned what I do know from... From Robbie Fergus? No, no, from Wikipedia. Um, I decided I would We're probably... We're one in the same, no. <laughs> he decided he would probably yeah. not care for redundancy, so I believe I will go RAID 0. Okay. Um, however, here's my question. I understand that RAID 0 helps the overall performance of read-write access, correct? But does RAID 0 increase the chances of disk failure? If so, by how much on average would RAID 0 decrease the life of the disks? I have this belief only because of this statement from Wikipedia. Any disk failure destroys the array and the likelihood of failure increases with more disks in the array. At a minimum, catastrophic data loss is twice as likely compared to single drives without RAID. Yeah. Should we carry on? There's, there's more. Sure, yeah. Let's... Okay. He also has another thought. Okay. What if I initially run RAID 0 and then let's say a few years down the road I start getting concerned of the possible failures of one of the drives? Would it be possible to connect another one terabyte or greater external hard drive using the USB 2.0 on this NAS and change the RAID 0 to RAID 1 and back up all of the initial one terabyte of files on the original NAS to the new external? Thank you, Philip, Austin, Texas. Phew. Hey, Philip. Tejas. Oh. All right. 
big long question I'm going to try to summarize. It sounds like you're, you've, okay, you've got a RAID controller, RAID being a, uh, uh, an array of multiple hard drives. R redundant array of inexpensive disks, I think. Well, you can it? say yeah. it like that. That's what, it, yeah. Well, okay, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Well, that's right. But, but lay terms, it's, it's multiple hard drives connected together to create one volume or one hard drive. So your, your computer sees it as one drive. So for a Windows user, you would see that as like your C drive. <clears throat> Even though it's three drives or two drives, it still just shows as one, like a C drive. Um, on a Linux system, it would show up as a single mount point. Um, so a RAID zero is a is a uh, like a striped. Uh, I guess like just a like it stripes from one drive to the next. So you you're you're essentially doubling your chance at failure for every drive that you add. For every drive, so because if you've got one drive you've got chance to fail because a hard drive can fail, right? If you add a second drive in a RAID 0, you've now got two hard drives. Either one of those drives could fail. If drive 2 now fails, you also lose drive 1 because it's a RAID 0 and you lose the entire stripe set. If you add, you know, if you've got three drives in a RAID 0, it gives you more capacity, you've got lots and lots of space, it gives you three times the throughput, so the speed, essentially not, not quite that, but um, then you have three times the likelihood of a failure because you've got three hard drives within that array if any one of those drives fails. So now you've got a, a one in three chance of failure, or, or I guess more than that. However, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you've tripled your chance of failure with three drives. You've doubled it with two. The more drives, the more chance of failure. With array one, on the other hand, it's, it's two drives. It's a mirror set. So you've got uh, exactly t two copies of all of your data at all times. So if one drive fails, you take out the failed drive, you put in a, a replacement drive, it rebuilds the array and you've got access to your data again because it copied it from the, the non-failed drive. The only way that you would lose your data is if both drives failed. So you've effectively cut your chances of failing your data, losing your data, in half of what it would be for a single drive. So it's, it's basically like the opposite. A RAID 1, you're taking, if you've got chances to fail a hard drive, you're cutting those chances in half with a RAID 1. If you go with a RAID 0, you're doubling it. You're doubling your chances of, of losing your data. That said, if you're looking for speed, um, RAID 0 is super fast, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't depend on it myself. I wouldn't, uh, especially with the speed of disks and the speed of the SATA bus uh, these days, it's so fast that um, it's in most cases not going to be really necessary. But what you'd find is that um, you can set up a computer with multiple drives in a RAID 0 to get the speed, but don't actually use that array to store your data. Just use that to run your applications. Have a mirror of that um, so that you can restore it to a new set if it does fail because of the chances of failure. Uh, but you were asking about setting uh, using a USB 2.0 drive in order to expand the array, and that would be an absolute no uh, because, the, as I was saying, the speed of drives these days, the speed of the bus, is super fast, 3 gigabits a second, and, and beyond that, uh, with, with some of the newer uh, SATA controllers and things, um, with USB 2.0, you're looking at only 480 megabits per second, so it's super slow. Plus, it's easy to saturate that bus, so in other words, you'd be copying data over and it would stall, and then you'd be and it would continue, and so that would not work as a, as a production drive. That would work for storage only you wouldn't make that a part of your operating system uh, RAID set. So, This was brought to you by the Department of Redundancy Department. 
the redundancy department. Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> okay. Uh, any other comments in the chat room about uh, RAID 0 versus RAID 1? I would always, if, if the way that I would, like the way I run my system, I have a single hard drive in my computer. Okay? It's a very small hard drive. I think it's a 120 gig hard drive. And all it has on it is my operating system. A couple of applications that I use, but uh, all of the stuff that I work on, all of my files, are stored on the server where I've got redundancy. Uh, so the server is my data storage unit. Um, but that's, that's, so that way if my hard drive fails, I don't actually lose anything other than my operating system and maybe the files that I was working on that week if I didn't move them over to the server at that point. I'm kind of sad. Why? I don't have a RAID in my BlackBerry. Oh, what happened? I lost it. What did and you, you know, do? Did you? <laughs> No, I didn't, I, lose, I, didn't lose, I didn't lose the BlackBerry. I lost all the data. I just it, had a it, vision of you with a Clonezilla CD <laughs> and a BlackBerry. And, and I dropped hmm, them both on the floor. Which one should I throw at the cement floor? Yeah, exactly. Well, Because I saw what you did to a CD, and that's not normal. So what did you do to your BlackBerry? I don't really know. I've had it for many years. It has, in fact, skittered across the floor <laughs> on many occasions. Never been a problem. Okay. Um, it doesn't even come to life now when I uh, take the battery out and put it back in. Oh dear. Yeah. It didn't get wet? It did not get wet. It just dropped. It and just, and it was only from a chair to the floor this time. No, it's had tumbles before, but. Yeah. But. Uh, just the way it hit, I guess. Yeah. So, with a Blackberry, does it, it doesn't store all your, all your stuff on the SIM card, does it? Not much is on the SIM card, just your phone number. Well, the phone number database? Yeah. yeah. And what else? Well, so not, what even, do you not, not even the phone numbers, just the, the, the number of my phone. Is all I'm storing. Oh, on just there. It's pretty your much the information from uh, the provider. So the actual yeah. data, like all your, all your contacts. It's, yeah. No, I, a bunch addresses. of photos. They're on a little uh, memory card. That's fine. But oh, okay. But my, you take photos. But with. my address book, my calendar is was, gone. And you said you have that. For I'm going to probably miss a hockey game or two. <sighs> yeah. Do, do you have access to that stuff when you pl like plug in a BlackBerry through USB? When like, it's can you alive, make a I can't make. Yes, you can, and I. Uh, and did I did you? have a backup on my laptop, which uh, uh, seemed to have a motherboard problem, and I haven't backed it up in a couple of months. Oh, I know, no. I know. Okay, but you've got like a, a couple month old. I'm, yes, I'm just. It's almost. It's on the hard drive. going to be a problem. Right. Anyway, I'll probably get over See, it. See, I do it. Lead normal life, I do it the exact opposite direction. I've got like I don't use. You've seen my cell phone. It's it's just a little. Uh, Sony Ericsson, just a flip phone, like just the old style. Okay. Because um, it still works, and I don't, I don't really care. I barely use it. But um, for my calendar, I'm on basically like a cloud computing architecture with Zimbra. So all of my stuff is on Zimbra Collaborative Suite, and then I synchronize to that. Uh -huh. So, so any of my devices are synchronized to my calendar, which is on a server, which is accessible from any of my devices through the internet, and on the server it has redundancy. Plus, it's backed up nightly, so it's like a completely different approach. True, but if I mean, it used but to, if my device ever that, died, yeah, I'd never lose access to. It used it. to have access to everything was on a Bez server, so that wasn't yeah. a problem. But you know, it's right. perhaps uh, gadget wisdom guru thinks I should uh, consider an Android. That's that's kind of shocking coming from him. I think that Not. would be kind of cool, and I would love for you to get an Android because, like I said, I still got the old Sony Ericsson. So if you need to replace it, get an Android, bring it in. And we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. Maybe with it. Uh, Gadget Wisdom ought to send me one. If if 
viewers are starting to send in androids, then send me one too. <laughs> well, okay. There, there's a, a connector for Zimbra Collaborative Suite, as I, as I think about Zimbra, that allows you to synchronize it to your BlackBerry, to your... Uh, I'm sure that they've got You know, it's not the technology. It's, it's me. It's my it's fault. I'm willing to take my lumps. Learning I the hard didn't, way. You know, it's I preach it, people. Yeah. It's worth saving. It's worth backing up. Well, hopefully there's somebody watching right now who's got their BlackBerry and they're thinking, their BlackBerry and they're thinking, uh, I haven't backed this up in a couple months. Back it up tonight. Right now. While you're watching the show. <laughs> hey, we could take a slap shot with that cruddy. Hey, I'm not going to call my BlackBerry cruddy, but uh, we could take a slap shot with it on the show some night. No? no. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll take it to e-waste. Get it recycled. <laughs> can we do the slap shot first? Sure. sure. Against the green screen, ahead. I can yeah. have ice and people cheering. and <laughs> No. Okay. Brilliant. No cheering. What else have we got? Well, okay, let's go. We're, we're 20 after. We've got, uh, we can fit in another question before the news. Okay, well, I'm trying to read. John's not here to be able to zoom in. I love it. <laughs> Jam Alexa. Hey. Oh. Hi, Robbie. I want to take my WinXP partition and put it on a larger HD hard drive, perhaps. I think you talked about that some time ago using Clonezilla. Oh. You gotta bring up you've that broken a, CD, don't you've hit, you? You've hit a sore spot here. <laughs> Next we're gonna get questions well, about Blackberry back. Having some internet problems lately, so I haven't been able to watch the show live. PS Ubuntu ten point zero four has not supported the Radeon two hundred series drivers, so I will have to switch my OS or stick with nine point one zero. What is another good Linux OS to try? Keep up the good work. Love the show. Hmm. Got the Radeon 200 and you can't get it working, eh? That's a shame. Uh, of course, like, what's another good Linux? I, I don't use uh, ATI cards, Radeon cards. I'm straight NVIDIA because I, I love not having that problem. But uh, I, one that I always liked was uh, PC Linux OS. You can get the live CD and give it a try. Um, I'll post a link in the uh, in the show notes for episode number 158. Uh, people will tell you, you know, try Fedora. Um, Mandriva is is trying, I think, but uh, there, there's some there's some concern there about uh, about the business side of things. So, but uh, pull the chat room on that one. What uh, what other operating systems you could try that are Linux based, and uh, maybe some people here. Um, also have okay, and A, A, A Jameson is letting me know that that uh, ATI card is actually a legacy card, so that could be a problem. Are you interested in updating your uh, your graphic card then? If it's and legacy means that it's it's one of those like really old cards that are no, like that are not supported because not because Linux doesn't support it, but because it's so obsolete that uh, that it doesn't do the things that Linux is capable of. Um, and people are reiterating that that's a really old card. So, uh, and I'm not familiar with the ATI line anymore, but um, I would say that would be a good start. The first question is there. Sorry, you had it up on your screen, and I was oh. kind of looking over your shoulder. But uh, you want the back to the, yeah? There was the first it question. Was, uh, Jam Alexa. Along. Yes, I'm, there it is. There. 
So it was the about XP um, moving an XP partition moving to a over. larger hard drive. Yeah, Clonezilla, I find, is really great, um, and it's free. I never actually got to use it. You tried. Yeah. I recommend that uh, when you burn it to CD that you uh, you don't throw it at things. <laughs> Clonezilla.org. Pardon me. Uh, there is... Uh, okay, so you can get the CD. You, you go to the website. Oh, where did I... What did I click on? My mouse is acting kind of silly. There we go. Okay, download. And you'll see that there's, there are a couple of different versions. We've got the stable... Debian-based, and the alternate is Ubuntu-based. What you want to know is there's this helpful link over here that says difference between alternative one, or something like that. So the differences are the Debian-based um, does not contain non-free software. The alternative Clonezilla Live CD is Ubuntu-based, and it does contain non-free software. So that includes things like your firmwares and things like that that are not included on the standard stable version. So I would usually go with the alt alternative uh, version just because I'm looking for the most functionality, not necessarily being free as in open source. Um, so Clonezilla lets you make a clone of your hard drives, create images of your hard drives. And if you find that that is not working for you, like that, that would be my starting place always. Um, What's, uh, I, I don't know, some people in the chat room could probably suggest some, some alternatives. Uh, let's see. It's at the tip of my tongue, but I haven't used it in a while because Clonezilla works really well. RMS. <laughs> Sammy says Paragon makes a killer backup. Yeah. Oh, the DD command. Yeah, on Linux, if you want to do yeah. a direct... Uh, and that does not stand for disk destroyer, okay? What is it, direct dub? It, what does it, it can, though. For? It got that name because if, you, if you're not yeah. careful with your commands, it'll overwrite every sector of your drive. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. But uh, it's a, that's a terminal command. That's not a... Clonezilla is a... Well, it's kind of like a GUI. It's, it's like... Yeah. It's a menu system, at least. It's not a GUI, but you know what I mean. It's it's a menu. It's not uh, terminal based. Uh, I'm thinking Acronis. True we have image. a couple of votes for direct duplicate for DD. <laughs> that works. Works for me. Acronis uh, True Image is a is a good. Um, a good cloning software um, if you're looking for a commercial solution. And the reason that that I would say, you know, it, it's it's worth mentioning, certainly, is one, it's really, really good, but two is it, it is fully GUI. So it's mouse-driven, it's it's quite attractive, and it does a lot of stuff. It's if I were to if I were going for a free solution, I would go with Clonezilla. If I were looking for a commercial solution, I would look at the Acronis products. Um, and this is available off of their website at acronus.com, which is spelt just like that. And look through the different uh, products that they have, because they do indeed have uh, a number of different uh, products that uh, that you might be interested in if you're looking for, you know, like disk disk director is a 
is a good one as well. So they've they've got some cool products at Acronis.com. Not a sponsor or anything, just a software that I uh, that I've used in the past and 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 do. Uh, it's it's nice to work with. It's nice to do uh, network backups of your hard drive and things like that. So there's a couple of options for you, and certainly a, a few of them coming in in the chat room as well. Uh, there for you, Jam Alexa. Does that uh, does that help you out? I hope that, uh, that those point you in the right direction. Start with Clonezilla. That's the free software to get you going, and then from there, um, take a look. well. There are some more free solutions uh, being posted in the chat logs. So uh, check out the chat logs for this episode 159 for anyone who's watching this after the fact. Jam Alexa is joining us in the chat room, so so that's cool. Um, and just mentioning that uh, that they downloaded the Acronis trial this morning. Um, and that's that's a great application, so I, I would stand by that. Um, and it's certainly worth the fifty dollars that it costs to buy. I mean, for the and you can use that as more than just a one-off uh, copy from one hard drive to the next. You can use that to image incrementally your hard drive. So you create one big image, save it to your network server if you have one, save it to your Pogo plug even. Okay, that's a good option for you. And then every night you have a nightly run that takes just the files that have changed and backs them up as well. So then if you have a hard drive crash and you've got Acronis installed, you can install it, you know, put in a new hard drive, get your computer back up and running, and, and image it back. Or if you can't get your computer running or you don't want to reinstall the operating system, just boot from the Acronis boot CD and copy it back off of your Pogo plug or off of your network device, and your computer's right back to where it was. Cool. Yeah, cool. Greg's asking about, what about using rsync, which is kind of a different tool. That's more of a backup solution. And I use that all the time with my Pogo Plug. I love it. Uh, and for those of you who haven't heard of the Pogo Plug, you can check that out, pogoplug.com. Um, that's a network-attached device that lets me back up my stuff through the Internet. Um, what was that, off-site. episode about 135 or We've something? We've done a lot of stuff with yeah. the Pogo Plug. So you can, you can search our website for it if you're, if you're interested. But rsync is great for that, backing up file by file, incrementally, that kind of thing. Whereas... Kind of what Jamalex is looking for here is more of uh, a direct disk-to-disk image so that it's like a bootable copy of the entire operating system, not just files. Um, so a little bit different as far as what that is. So, Cool. Hope that helps, Jamalexa. It's great to see you here in our chat room, Category5.tv. And uh, nice to have everybody joining us tonight. You ready to uh, hit the news? I think we should. I think that would be fantastic. Can we have some little news music? Yeah, sure. No. <clears throat> From the Category 5 TV newsroom. At the virus button 2010 conference last week, a whopping 97% of polled security experts voted in favor of abolishing Adobe's PDF standard outright. Mm. Security experts have been keeping an eye on Adobe's products as of late due to the fact that many hackers are shifting their focus to vulnerable products such as PDF and Flash with recently discovered exploits of Adobe's proprietary formats allowing malicious users to compromise your PC it is becoming more and more clear the new portable document format is required one that puts a much more solid focus on security in an effort to patch recent exploits which are raising concern over the safety of the product Adobe released their latest version of Adobe Reader today one week ahead of schedule you know what I find is interesting is that with the Adobe exploits it's not just the PC anymore. We're seeing more and more that this is a way that attackers are able to get into the Mac computer as well. Oh. And Linux. Like, I mean, that's able to open up some pretty dangerous doors. That's, that's just kind of a side thought, yeah. but uh, just kind of an interesting fact. 
So I agree with that. Let's get rid of PDF. There you go. Well, gone. Well, the FAA, or the Federal Aviation Administration, which oversees and regulates all aspects of civil aviation in the United States, announced a grant program for projects related to the development and expansion of commercial space transportation infrastructure. Oh, good. Wow. So I can grow my spaceship collection. You, you can do that. Good. The first matching grants managed by the FAA's official of commercial space transportation transportation, I can say that word, include the following projects. New Mexico Spaceport Authority for an automated weather observation system, Alaska Aerospace for a rocket motor storage facility, the East Kern Airport District in Mojave, California for an emergency response vehicle, and the Jacksonville Airport Authority in Florida to develop a spaceport master plan. The funding was made possible by a new national space policy unveiled by President Obama that focuses on public-private partnerships for commercial spaceflight over government operation of space exploration. It's cool. We, we did a news uh, story a while back, actually before you started, about uh, a group of volunteers who were sending up a spaceship, spaceship, well, a rocket, and and it didn't happen. Oh, what happened? I missed that story. They had, they had something leak oh. as they were about to launch, and so they had to call it off. It's probably a good, good it's idea. It's going to happen in June now. Oh. But that reminded me. It's like, well, they could have used funding to patch that leak. And now there's funding, but nothing. And now the funding is there, but it's, it's kind of a little late for them. Okay. But uh, that's, that's the story. Rather than simply adding more capacity to the internet pipeline or adding new and exciting cache features to your browser, Google is thinking inside a box labeled 1997 and instead launching a new file format to decrease the size of images by about 40% when compared to the JPEG format while maintaining the perceived quality. The new format is called WebP and is based on the VP8 codec which Google open sourced in May. Imagine a website loading 40% faster on any connection or being able to store 40% more photos on your digital camera. How about being able to email 40% more images to family and friends in one email blast? Oh my goodness. <clears throat> Fantastic. You think? Okay. These things are all possible with WebP. You don't have my... I mean, I'm not going to oh, talk, well, you... talk about family pictures. Okay. okay. Perhaps the most exciting for web developers is the addition of transparency support. Because Google has plans to add full support for transparency to WebP, the size difference becomes even greater. Mm. To give you an idea of the implications, at present, web developers have to rely on the lossless PNG format in order to include RGB images in their websites which contain transparency. PNG files are quite large, and the introduction of transparency support to WebP means taking a 620 kilobit image down to only 43 kilobits. Uh, kilobytes. Kilobytes, sorry. It's got a little B there. Oh. Okay. That means some websites could load up to 1400% faster using WebP. That's substantial, that, man. That's quick. You, you do enough web design to know that's. That's quick. Like taking a ping and taking it down to 43 kilobytes? Wow. Fantastic. I sometimes create sites that have lots of pings because I love transparencies. Oh, and I great. don't love Internet Explorer. Yeah, no, you, you, you've made that apparent. Sorry. Yes. 
Google has a long uphill road ahead as they try to turn WebP into a standard that is supported by web browsers across the board, beginning with a future version of their Chrome web browser. Now, what about all the graphics software and stuff they're going to have to... Yeah, I guess all across the board, right? Yeah. Cameras, be... digital cameras? Can't just do this overnight. No. No. It's a big deal. Ah, Planet Calypso and hovercrafts. Oh, Planet Calypso. Oh, what is that, an alligator? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no alligators. Planet Calypso, <laughs> a massive multiplayer online game based in the fictional Entropia universe, has launched an update almost as huge as the planet itself. It wasn't long ago that Mindark, the makers of Planet Calypso, introduced land-based vehicles to the free online game. But thanks to the latest update, players can now get their hands on hovercraft and motorboats oh. to give them the chance to explore the planet's stunning scenery like never before. Fly safely over mobs of deadly alligators, uh, creatures, and get to <laughs> where you're going fast. In addition to the exciting update, an integrated secure voice chat system now allows you to speak with your Calypso friends, possibly eliminating the need for the traditional mumbling sounds associated with the in-game characters. To top it all off, Planet Calypso also now features social media integration, allowing your Twitter followers or Facebook friends to know when you've won an event, received a Hall of Fame or Global, and more. Users who would like to enable social media integration can do so by logging into the Planet Calypso website. Download your free copy of this incredible game at cat5.tv slash calypso. You've been told. Get the full stories at category5.tv newsroom. Brilliant. Category5.tv newsroom is brought to you by Roy W. Nash. With contributions well, from Gadget Wisdom Guru. Got, we got to do the name drops. All the people who help us out with the, with the stories. Becca that, uh, Ferguson. That yeah. And our community of viewers. Absolutely. Of which there are many, many characters. There are. I can tell from but, the chat room. And that uh, when we say the community of viewers contributes to the newsroom, uh, what you can do is pop us an email at newsroom at category5.tv anytime you come across a story that, uh, that you think is, is uh, worth mentioning on the, on the newsroom. Um, Eric could read that during the segment, during the uh, live show, but also uh, it could make it onto the newsroom podcast as well at category5.tv slash newsroom. Indeed. Which is audio only. And if you haven't subscribed to that yet and you'd like to get your weekly tech news... We weed out all the boring stuff and give you nothing but the good stuff. We oui, we. Oui. Category5.tv slash newsroom. And if I record it early enough in the morning, I have this deep news radio voice, which yeah. works really well for me. Maybe I should start doing those. Well, you've done one. That was fun. Except hockey's conflicting with the, uh, the reading of the, uh, the podcast, isn't it? That's terrible. Yeah, because if you've got to go to hockey after the show, that's it. when we record the newsroom. That's right. So, right after. Unreal. Stick around. We are going to be giving away some nano dots in just a little little bit. If I can get the camera working. Where's John when you need him? Oh, there it is. Nano dots. And if, you, if you'd like to win a set of nano dots, you saw Eric playing with them earlier. I will be playing with them later. Make sure you check out episode number one, uh, 156 of Category 5 TV, where you'll find out how, how you can get your hands on a set of those. Tonight, uh... Oh, I turned my mic. I turned my mic off. Thank you. My ah. mic was still on. Sorry. That's all Sorry good. about right? that. Yeah, I was yeah. eyeing your cough candy. So, you want one? I'm actually doing better this week. Doing pretty good. 
All right. That was our moment of silence as I yes. had a little bit of blueberry juice. Nom, nom. It's probably good for me. Uh, I want to learn, or learn you. You're going to learn on, me, on learn me to, something, are you? I want to learn you how to, <laughs> how to set up a Twitter account because, you know, it's, it's always amazing to me when someone says, I never use Twitter. Oh, I think I set up an account about, uh, I don't know, a year ago, but I never done anything with it. How tweeted is... Oh, that was bad. That was bad. That was terrible. That was terrible. Twitter.com, you've heard of it? Absolutely. Uh, a lot of people avoid it because they're not sure, you know, what is it? What, what good is it? What value is it? Uh, and, uh, and what's the purpose in it? And then, of course, there's those of us who avoid it just because of the fact that there are spammers, uh, just like any service. Uh, you can expect to receive some spam uh, to some degree. But once you've got a fairly good list of people that you're following, the spam actually tends to kind of fall into the mix. And there's not a whole lot about it, because Twitter does a, a good job of kicking out those people that are trying to spam you. But uh, I find, you know, I follow about 400 people, and uh, so the, the amount of spam that I get within that list of, of messages that I receive. The interesting thing about Twitter is that you're limited to 140 characters. Unless you're a Jameson who, who provides me a link to read more. Oh. <laughs> hey. Eh? But uh, <laughs> essentially, you're limited to 140 characters. So you, it's like a quick way to find out, hey, what's going on with my friends? What's going on with 140 that... characters was enough to kill off Gordon Lightfoot in, in, in a tweet. That's true. It actually made national news. And yeah. He was a lot a, of people have been through that. He was reading it in the paper. What the heck? Yeah. Yes. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm alive. Yeah. That's happened to a lot of people. I, Bill Cosby's had to deal with that four <laughs> times now. Like, it's ridiculous. But Actually, Gord pointed out, though, that they started playing his songs on the radio a lot. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's great, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Twitter, you know, is a way to get kind of the, the lowdown on what's going on. on uh, there are some really cool integrations, ways that you can use it. Uh, for me, uh, I've got it set up so that any time that we post uh, a news article in the newsroom, for example... If you're following me, you'll actually get the, the first line of that article as a tweet. So you'll know, okay, well, there, there's an interesting tweet about, you know, about Planet Calypso or about uh, something else that's going on in technology that week. And then you can follow the link, if you like, and read the story. Or you can find out what's going on. Uh, you can find out if you're following us uh, when we got the green screen, for example. You could see the videos that, uh, that came out with that, which are not accessible anywhere else right. but through twitter.com slash Robbie Ferguson. So, and that's just us, but... Um, I follow a lot of people, like I said, and, uh, and it's interesting to be able to keep up with what's going on. And it doesn't have to be a time commitment either. That's the neat thing about Twitter. I think Facebook is a real time commitment if you want to keep up with it. That, that has been my concern. It seems like a commitment. And once you start yeah. uh, nurturing a group of people that you Twitter? Sure, twi yeah. Twi That's where I think Twitter also is, is pretty cool because you're limited to 140 characters. Because you can so easily tweet from even a cell phone like I have, because you can so easily integrate it into other applications such as the newsroom so that those tweets, I don't even have to send those, they're automatic. Things like that can happen. Okay. That's really cool. So Twitter.com is the, the place to check out. And I know that uh, a lot of you are already on Twitter, um, probably following us at Twitter.com slash Robbie Ferguson. I'm probably following you. But uh, for those who have not used Twitter, for those of you who aren't quite familiar with it, we want to walk through, uh, and Eric especially, we want to get him signed up. So it's a really well laid out service, and it's not too cluttered, so you're just going to click on sign up over here. I'm okay. just going to go through this. Full name, 
Eric Kidd. Yeah. All right. There you go. What do you want your name? Do you want to try see if Eric Kidd is available? I, I think there's a, a computer guy who works at NASA or something with that, that name. Yeah, let's try to. Checking availability. That username has already been taken. That's so. not fair. What about with one? No, 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 no. I wouldn't like that. What about eKid? <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken. I call Eric RoboBaby because it's, it's eKid. Yes. E eKid. RoboBaby. Okay. Yeah, it's, oh, I, it's an inside thing. Wow, yeah, got it, yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, what can we go with? Well, Do you have a, a moniker that you use? I've had SFG quite often. No, Matilda's probably taken. What is it? SFG. You've got me on the small chair. Short, fat guy. No, you're not liking that. Okay. Um. This is the joys of, uh, of such a popular service, is you've got to find a name that works for <coughs> you, but it, it's not already taken. Okay, right? well... So let's, let's keep hacking this. How about kid? Two Ds. Just, just kid by itself? Yeah, let's try that. <coughs> That's taken. Well, how about Eric? I bet you there's a lot of those out there. With a K. No! For kid. <coughs> Are you seriously okay? You got your I haven't tried the coffee candy. Okay. Well, we can go with... Actually, I've always been fond of Slagathor. Yeah, I like that. What? It's seriously been taken. That's not fair. Hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> For those of you who have seen the movie. <laughs> Any other ideas? Wow. This is this is what you can think about before you start. EK. But this, this is how you... Uh, there's no way. There's no way. And then when we're at it, we'll, we'll register ek.com or something. Yeah. Not a chance. Not a chance. Okay. Okay, well, uh, then we start getting into stuff like this. And then you start getting into stuff like this, and it's like, okay, that's available. But do you really want that? How about Cat5Eric? That's got to be it. Kind of like that. <laughs> Does that work for you? Because this is kind of like, this is your identity on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You want to go with something that, that you're happy with. I should have thought about this before I got here, huh? Yeah. Any suggestions? Throw your suggestions. Cat 5 Kid. No. Kid Eric. Hmm. I think you ought to check SFG. Kid Eric is available. Let's do that. That's kind of cool. It sure. has, and it, you can say it like it's a name, Kaderic. Okay. That works. Okay. Password. I'm just going to put in something. Oh, it's my password saying. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put in the, just something, and then we're going to change it. Okay. I'm going to write it down. You can change that so that it's your own password, of course. Eric at category5.tv. All right. And I guess we can leave that checked. It looks good. Terms of service. You're, you got that? I didn't actually read all of that. You did. Okay. Because we're about to say create my account. Want the inside scoop? You probably don't want Twitter emails, so I'm going to de-check that box at the bottom. Oh! 
Can we listen to it? I don't... Uh, oh, here are a set of words, but then you have to randomly hit. Yeah. We were talking about that a few weeks back. It's we recapture that we were talking That's about. That's right. And it really did have some kind of random words that neither one of us could understand a it single word sure the guy said. But it was fun. It was great fun. See, that's what we're talking about. See, they're putting in some background noise, so it's not easily determined what the words are, but... Mm. Every word you hear, please type... Oh, no. You seriously can't get back. <laughs> this is powered by reCAPTCHA. This is going to be a problem, folks. Okay. Wednesday? Maybe. That could be one of them. Oh, thank you, Recapture, for okay. giving us the words again. Don't click on the speakers, everybody. That was fun. Are we having fun yet? Oh, you were uh, Eric. Eric at, at category5.tv. Create the account. There we go. Okay. So you can follow the steps to, this is going to walk you through finding your friends, things like that. Essentially, now that you're on Twitter, okay? All right. You can type in here. Who are you looking for? Well, it's for Robbie, Robbie Ferguson, Ferguson, maybe. There he is. There I am. And I'll click on follow. And so now, whenever you go to twitter.com, you're going to actually see all the stuff that I have said. So you see, it's, it's all me right now, because that's the only it person sure that you're following. It sure is. It's all about you, isn't it's it? It's all about me. So that's the only person that you're currently following. following. But what happens is, as you add more and more people, then your Twitter feed becomes a mix of all different people. Okay. Right? So you get like a, a really good assortment of, of people that you're following. You can get into... Uh, news sources. I follow some technology uh, news sources that I get tweets when they talk about technology and things like that. So it's very, very cool. So now that you've got an account, you're going to need an avatar. You're going to need to be Ooh. able to set up uh, an image for your user because right now you're just going to look like a little egg. You don't necessarily want to look, look like, like an egg. So everybody, egg uh, oh. everybody who's on Twitter right now, now you've already got three followers. Uh, if you could follow Kid Eric, K I D D. E R I C, uh, then you'll have uh, Eric. Uh, you'll be following Eric. So that's what your photo looks like right now. It's just I have a plus you, sign you don't in, have a, one. in a green circle. So Very what we nice. want to do is we want to actually create a photo. So I'm going to bring up. Uh, I've got a photo of you, and I'm going to put this into the GIMP GNU image manipulation program. This is available on Windows, Linux, Mac, and with this application, we're going to get your marquee, your square marquee. Hold in your left shift key and then, or pardon me, first click on the image and hold. So I'm like that, right? Then hold in my left shift key as I'm doing that, and that's going to give me a perfect square. 
All right. See? Because that's what we want for Twitter. With Twitter, you want, because it's such a small thumbnail, you want to get a pretty close shot of your face. Okay? So here I am in the GIMP. I've got a square around your face. I'm going to right-click and go Image, Crop to Selection, and then that becomes your avatar. So I'm going to save that. I've right-clicked and go File, Save As, and I'll call this eric.jpg, and save. Can't we do WebP? Well, no. now <laughs> I just need the file, right? So now I'm going to go into Settings. Here I am back at Twitter.com. I've gone Settings, and I'm going to go into Profile. Okay, because we want to go right through the setup. So There's there you are, egg. your little egg. So we're going to browse for the photo that we just created on the desktop called eric.jpg. Okay? Fill in your information if you, uh, if you have more, if you want to put in the wire and things like that. And then save. Sending request to twitter.com. It's just uploading that file. And remember that we've created a file that's a perfect square. Because right. you, don't, you don't want it to get skewed. <clears throat> you don't want it to get squished or stretched. Okay, settings have been saved, it's loading the image. Then there it is there. So that now you've got kind of a face on Twitter. So anytime you tweet, your face is going to be next to it. Now, to be really simple, I'm going to go into design and we're going to pick a design that you like. So if you want something like this, you just click and it will actually change your Twitter profile to one of these preset designs. And of course you can customize that down the road. But for now, let's go with that. Looks good. All right. <clears throat> and then go to your profile, and we'll be able to see. Oh, and I guess maybe we need to save or something. But essentially, that's all you need to do. So you go to Twitter. Next time you go to Twitter, I'm going to click on Home here. Twitter.com. You've got a chance to... What's happening? Say, what's happening? I'm working the Category 5 TV news desk. There we go. So your first tweet is actually me typing, but yeah. there you go. So now you see that you are actually participating in there you go. the list of messages from Twitter. A couple of good-looking guys on that page. You know? Yeah. you got to hand it to them. Twitter.com slash Kid Eric with two Ds. And, of course, my own is uh, Twitter.com slash Robbie Ferguson. And uh, that will get you started on Twitter. So make sure you follow both of us, and, uh, and we'll... Have a conversation. Do I have to come up with intelligent stuff to say now? Absolutely not. But you should oh, be really witty and exciting <laughs> because people like witty and exciting because uh, that's really the best. You know, that's the hey, best I scored at hockey tonight kind of stuff? Well, yeah. stuff like uh, Chris A. Young saying, Twitter is like a TV with 190 million channels. Are you watching a channel that's all commercials? I don't think so. Talking about uh, basically un unfollowing people who do nothing but spam. And I can understand that. And Atari Man 5000 who says, drinking a Coke. That's well. That's the opposite end of Twitter, where you get you're sitting there. Yeah, I'm sitting on the porch. Yeah. Gadget Wisdom says I just got notified of an update to X marks. What? Yeah. What? That's like receiving word from the great beyond. Really. Oh. Kind of interesting that you would get that. Mark Clayson wins the award for the most random tweet this week on recent tweets. Neanderthals were compassionate and caring. You know what? It's funny he should mention that because I was listening to CBC Radio on the way over here, and they Don't said they may have looked about. a little bit rough, but they were actually 
pretty gentle beings. No, he still wins most random. Brilliant. Not random at all. No. My tweet this week, the repair shop called to tell me that they can't get the needed parts to fix our home theater system. Planned obsolescence makes me indignant. He started out that way. <laughs> Twitter can be a lot of fun. Hey, everybody in the chat room, this is Category 5.TV. Nice to see you. Uh, and we have some stuff to give away. What do, you, what do we got? Nano dots. Oh, I want to play with the nano dots. I'm going to put this right back under that little can. Oh, no. I well, just, pull, pull them out of the bag. There you go. Well, they match SpongeBob perfectly. Nano dots. That's the bag that comes with it. But you can win this. It's a game that you don't need anything like batteries for. They're just super powered magnets. If you have small children or animals, you don't want to have them laying around, but uh, certainly lots of fun. You enjoying that? Oh, having fun? This is great fun. Great fun. Great fun. Oh, just almost, <laughs> don't almost. roll them around. <laughs> Make sure you check out episode number 156 for your chance to win. And uh, we're going to draw for a set of these right now. You're seriously I'm just... not giving them away. You're not... Look. I have a nice straight line of... Can you see that? Oh, where, where, where is it on? You're, you're kind of you're beyond the camera there. There we go. There you go. Look, I just randomly threw them at each other. Watch this. I'm going to toss another one into the mix. That's pretty... It just cool. picks it right up. They're super, uh -oh. super yeah. strong. They are incredibly strong. Are they yeah. like uh, rare earth magnets, or what are they? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a magnet guy. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's the word. That's the this word. This is way cool. cool. Way cool. But you can actually make patterns and things, make some cool stuff with them, and they feel kind of neat to play with. <laughs> Look what I made! Brilliant. <laughs> okay, are we doing the draw? We are. All right. Let's see who wins this. My thing. name had better be in there because I'm keeping these. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. We are drawing for nano dots. Not a nanobot, but a dot. You can find out more about nano dots at cat5.tv/slash nano dots. I'm loving this. Here we go. Mine Lord B. Higgins. Gatorman Jot. Gatorman Jot. Jot. And it's Jot. But Congratulations. John, you're going to have to challenge me to a shootout on the hockey rink to get these back. Oh, hey, we got lots to give away, so uh, make sure you get your chance by, uh, nice. again, watch. Uh, hey, nice bracelet. Let's see what you got going on. He's making jewelry over here. Yeah. Look at the potential here. You know, I could, I could do an earring, maybe. No, I better not. So once uh, you get your nano dots, Jot, you're going to have to put something together and show us what you've come up with. You can really do some neat stuff, and there are some uh, instructions that come with it. And you can also get onto YouTube and uh, or onto their website, cat5.tv/nanodots, and you'll be able to find out. Uh, you'll be able to actually watch some videos as well. We are out of time for tonight. Congratulations, Jot, on uh, I'm not done playing. Some nano dots. You can play. You can stick around and play until you need to go I'm to hockey. Skip hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Great to see everybody. We'll see you again next week. Uh, hopefully, John will be feeling better. We're thinking of you, man. And uh, we'll see you on Tuesday night, seven o'clock. Make sure you tell your friends. Category5.tv, and we'll look forward to having uh, having some time. Oh, you know, you know what I didn't tell everybody? It's October 5th. It's Alexander Keith's birthday. Happy birthday, Alexander Keith. Yeah. On that note, have a great week. See us. <laughs>